This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the SeanStevensonModel.com. Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my beautiful co-host and producer, Jade Herrera. What's up, Jade? I am so here with you, Sean. <laughs> Welcome back. What's up? Thank you. Good to be back. How are you doing today? I am fly-spired. Fly-spired? Mm-hmm. I like that. What is that? I'm flying high and inspired by everything you just told me. <laughs> <laughs> and what's in yeah. store for us next? Yes, yes. I've been on a little bit of a whirlwind adventure. Mm-hmm. Sounds okay. like Shrek and Donkey. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Shrek and Donkey. More like a boy band tour. <laughs> yeah, cloud hopping, all that good stuff. But yes, yeah, so I've just returned back from... Um, a little bit of a, a tour and had the opportunity to spend some time with some really amazing people, learn some really amazing things. And I'm so pumped to be able to share some of the things that I learned with everybody today. Yeah. So today we're actually going to be talking about how to develop mental and emotional fitness. Yes. Okay. Because you already know the outer world stuff is mm-hmm. pretty simple. You know, the formula for being healthy and fit is relatively easy. Right. You know, eat good food mm-hmm. that suits your particular body right, right now. Right. Get plenty of movement in and sleep like you're getting paid for it. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much mm-hmm. the simple formula. There's a couple of things added in there, of course. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, if it's so simple, why do people struggle with it so mightily? And it's really because of the inner game. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we want to talk about today is how to be more mentally and emotionally fit. And I got a huge lesson and experience that I'm going to share with everybody today. So super excited about okay, that. Okay, look forward to it. First, let's go ahead and give a huge shout out to our show sponsor, Onnit.com. Mm-hmm. Head over to O-N-N-I-T forward slash model for 10% off all of your health and human performance supplements. Huge fans of their products, huge fans of the company, just amazing people through and through, really great hearts, and they're a real family. Yeah. You know, the company culture is phenomenal, and they don't settle. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I really love about them. It's all about the best. And so we're huge fans of the Hemp Force Protein. They're a of part course. of my family now, too. Deliciousness. We yes. call it delish sauce. Scrumptious. Right? It's amazing. It tastes phenomenal. But the reality is it's the most bioavailable protein for the human body is going to be found in hemp. Right? And also the essential fatty acid structure because they actually do put some whole hemp seeds in there. Mm-hmm. Almost identical to what's required for the human body. It's about a three to one ratio of omega six to omega threes, mm-hmm. which is more normal. Whereas today, if you're eating like factory farmed beef or something like that, you're going to get upwards of 22 to 1 or something higher, which these are more of the pro-inflammatory fatty acids, the omega-6s. It's not that they're bad. It's just we want it to be in balance. You're going to find that better balance in hemp. Mm-hmm. So Hemp Force Choco Maca and the it. Vanilla Acai, two amazing flavors. Check that out. Also huge fans of the Shroom Tech Immune and Shroom Tech Sport. These are my immune system defense and also my pre-workout respectively, Mm -hmm. you know, so check those things out to really give yourself that edge in your energy and also just to keep you on the field by keeping you healthy. Head over to O-N-N-I-T forward slash model for 10% off. Now let's get into the iTunes review of the week. All right. This one is very nice from Howdy Doody. Another five star rating. Five stars all day. Jade and Sean, I love and appreciate you guys so much. I have tremendous respect for the example you're setting. Sean, when I hear your message of loving your body coming from that place of high integrity, I can't help but find myself feeling deep gratitude. Thanks so much for bringing up the concerns and issues you do not hear in mainstream. 
Our food and water environment could literally be killing us if we're not educated and empowered. Thank you, thank you, thank you for doing just that. Your message resonates with me and so many others, which creates that ripple effect, elevating the health and well-being of humanity. (laughs) Every chance I get, I will snag up my friends' iPhones, download your podcast, and tell them to find a subject that interests them because I know they're going to get hooked. My girlfriend, Alyssa, is an entrepreneur in the health and fitness world, and your fat loss code gave her an edge. Your program inspired her to shift her studies toward helping people with hormone imbalances. We are from the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and I love it because my hometown, Seattle, is a very progressive city. Like your message, very progressive. I work in Alaska two-thirds of the year in the underground gold mine where I selfishly and delightfully consumed every single one of your episodes in a matter of three weeks while drilling rock in 12-hour shifts. I plan on listening to my favorite episodes again with intent to teach as I find out it's easier to retain the information. By the way, on it is freaking awesome. I got club bells, maces, and the whole new workout routine. And thank you for pointing me in the right direction. Shout out to Aubrey Marcus's podcast, Warrior Poet, where you can find the other end of the spectrum focused on spiritual health. Sean and Jade, you two are rock stars in my book. Love you guys, John. Awesome. There's so much that mm-hmm. I can say about mm-hmm. that. I received that. It's totally my honor. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's just so amazing. We're right. in the gold mines. Exactly. You know, how powerful in the is that? Earth, baby. I couldn't help but think about Scrooge McDuck, <laughs> you know, swimming in the money, listening to the podcast. That's so powerful. <laughs> but that. seriously, John, thank you so much for taking the time to share that. Mm-hmm. I truly do appreciate that. And more so than anything, I appreciate you with the covert mission of like just getting people's phones and putting that podcast on there because it can change somebody's life. It really can. You know, and that's what it's really all about is mm-hmm. sharing, mm-hmm. you know, and each of us are doing our part and just thank everybody so much for heading over to iTunes and leaving those reviews for us. It truly means the world. Thank you so much. Now let's go ahead and get into the topic of the day. Today we're talking about how to develop mental and emotional fitness. Yes. Okay. How is your brain muscles doing? How's your emotion six pack, mm-hmm. right? And what this really brings to light is the fact that, again, it's really about what's going on in our inner world is what's going to drive our actions in the outer world. And there's a lot of potential struggle out there for a lot of us each and every day. You know, there's challenges that arise, but we have to have that emotional and mental fitness to be able to overcome these things because this was not meant to be something that's super easy. You know, all of our challenges help to develop qualities in us that are necessary to keep taking us to the next Mm -hmm. level. You know, so we want to welcome those challenges, but do it with a bigger strategy and more of a focus on this is here to make me better and I'm well equipped to make it happen. Exactly. So we're going to actually talk about four specific tips here that I learned while climbing the highest mountain in Sedona, Arizona <laughs> on my recent trip. So to give you guys just a quick snapshot of my recent trip, it started off with a health intensive mastermind in Sedona, Arizona with my good friend, Aubrey Marcus, who's the CEO of Onnit. Mm-hmm. And we had this opportunity to be at this amazing place, this amazing ranch, and talk about all manner of health issues. In particular, we're talking about traumatic brain injuries and how to help people to recover from those. Wow. But during this experience, we also did some just powerful work together. And one of those things was getting out and hiking this mountain, which is the summit of this mountain, the tallest point of this mountain is actually the highest point in Sedona itself. Okay. And it was a 4,600 foot climb and an elevation of 1,800 feet, right? Now, this isn't like Mount Everest. I get that. 
<laughs> you know, but being somebody who's very much a casual hiker and nothing really significant, no thousands of nothing, for me to kind of take that on, I learned a lot about that inner chatter that starts to happen when you start to struggle. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I go hard in my workouts right. and I don't really play around, but sometimes it takes nature to humble you, you know, and present these different challenges. And so there were some really great and powerful things that I learned and just some of the things that will come up in my mind, I want to share with everybody because I'm sure they've heard this before as well in their own minds. While doing this climb, which is a two and a half hour climb upward and then coming back down is actually a little bit harder because your legs are already so tired and you got to keep yourself from falling down. Mm -hmm. My mind was saying on the way up, okay, so maybe like an hour into the hike, it was like, this is good enough. You should stop. You should just stop. Everybody else is tired too. (laughs) Take it easy. You should just stop. Mm -hmm. That's good enough. Right. And so to hear that voice in my mind was very Mm -hmm. odd for me. It was not an ordinary thing. It was unfamiliar. And of course, I'm starting to like think about it. Like maybe this is right. Yes. But here's the reality is that powerful lessons can be gained from this. And the first one that I'm going to share with everybody And the first thing that really came forth while I was doing this was to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. And that's the first of our four important takeaways and strategies for developing that mental and emotional fitness is to keep moving forward. Life is going to have challenges that arise. Mm -hmm. This is just part of the deal. The most important thing is to keep moving forward one step at a time, you know, until you reach your destination, even if you don't know where your destination is. It will be presented to you if you just keep moving forward, keep progressing. And that was a huge lesson for me because I had no idea where he was going. (laughs) You know, I knew that there was this mystical summit somewhere. And every time I think we're getting close, we were not close. That wasn't it. But I just kept moving forward because the reality was I couldn't take the 10,000th step, but I could take the next one Mm -hmm. and I could take the next one. Right. You know, so I wasn't thinking too far ahead. I got my mind. I got enough rain on my mind to be able to say, slow down, just keep taking another step and another mm-hmm. step, just keep mm-hmm. moving forward. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned, and I thought it was very beautiful that you said, sometimes it takes nature yeah. to teach us those lessons. And walking is a natural progression because if you place the one, momentum and the natural progression of walking will carry forth the next step. And if you can just get the mental acuity to press toward that one step, yeah. then nature will follow and respond to that very thing that you are being challenged. Absolutely. These are laws of physics mm-hmm. that we're talking about here. So this is potential energy versus kinetic energy, the energy of movement. Mm-hmm. You know, objects in motion tend to stay in motion. Right. So just keep moving forward mm-hmm. and all of life is going to be gathering this momentum to keep you moving. Right. You know, but as soon as you stop, we start to become stagnant. Mm-hmm. And here's the real definition, the biological definition of life to make it real simple. Okay. Life is movement. Is movement. Life is movement. So when you cease to continue progressing, and by the way, this is a physical, but also a mental and emotional and career metaphor. You know, there's so many other metaphors here. But when you call yourself getting in this comfort and staying there, life is movement. Mm -hmm. So when you're staying in place, you're actually going backwards, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's time to wake up and understand that we've got to keep progressing, even just a little bit each and every day, just to be a little bit better than you were today. That's why you're here. I love that. All right, so life is movement. So here's a real tip and the kind of valuable takeaway from step number one or tip number one. This is the more of the action item is understanding that even if it's uncomfortable, right on the edge of your capability is where you get better, okay? 
when you're working out, you know, you say you're building your chesticles, you're building your chest muscles, right? Your pecs. Yeah. And you're doing those presses and it's extremely hard. And you're doing a set of 10. So which one of those reps do your muscles actually get better, Jade? Mm, the one that you couldn't take. Which number? Just on Eight. one to oh, 10. 10. At 10, it's actually 13. <laughs> right? So that's on, why on number you said 13, one more, one more, you know, one more. Right on the edge of your capability. Sure. And that's where we really want to understand. Mm-hmm. So there was a wonderful book that I've read recently, and it's called The Talent Code. Mm-hmm. And it talks about this understanding of the strategy of deep practice. Okay, so it's not practice makes perfect. Practice makes permanent. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it talks about how our brains are always laying down this myelin, and it's kind of like insulation for nerve pathways to fire, right? So the more that you do the same activity, every time you repeat it, more myelin is getting laid down. You're becoming stronger faster, better. It's the difference between you doing activity going two miles an hour and being able to do it at 200 miles an hour with the same efficiency. Sure. I become bionic. Essentially, this is how (laughs) we're wired up. But a lot of us aren't taking advantage of that Mm -hmm. capacity because we just think we're not good enough, especially in the beginning. But we talked about this on a previous show. Nobody starts off being good Mm -hmm. at anything. Mm -hmm. Even Jackie Joyner Kersey. Yes. She came in last. Last. Right. And now she's Olympic Mm -hmm. gold, Mm -hmm. multiple gold winning champion. And she didn't even see that at first. Do you remember? She wanted to just get on the podium. Yes. So once she... She just wanted to get off the grass. She wanted to get off the grass. (laughs) Exactly. So this is all how your brain is actually wired up. And take a step just past what's comfortable each day in whatever activity you're engaged in. I love that. So that's the big takeaway from tip number one. That's fantastic. Because even Thomas Edison, he wasn't always successful. And he said after thousands and thousands of attempts and over 400 patent attempts a year that he hadn't failed. He found 10,000 ways that just didn't work. So we really have to stop labeling our failures Mm -hmm. as negatives. I read something today that there are very few real failures in life, only options. Some options work, other options don't. Mm -hmm. So the truth is you just keep pressing and getting more options. (laughs) Yes, I love that. I love Mm -hmm. that. So remember, take a step just past what's comfortable each day in whatever activity you're engaged in. So maybe it's something in your business. Ooh. Maybe it's something with your physical body. You know, it's maybe it's something in your relationship, mm-hmm. right? Just pass what's comfortable, and I promise you, it's going to become comfortable. It's going to become natural. It's going to become graceful. It's just like anything in life. Right. And But the thing is, the stuff that we're good at, or that's normal for us now, we don't really see it because it's, mm-hmm. it's just who we are, right. you know? Right. So... That's tip number one and step number one here and kind of one of my lessons from the mountain. And this was actually, it's called Bear Mountain. Oh, perfect. Bear Mountain, the big bear. (laughs) Right. Hey, hey, boo-boo. Was the bear on your back? The picnic basket. (laughs) I don't know if people listen. Uh, Yogi Bear was a good one. I I wouldn't have anticipated. Picnic basket. Yeah, when you were feeling that in your thighs, I don't know if you were thinking more Yogi (laughs) or Grizzly. but Oh, man, it was not a beautiful sight. So let's move on to number two. So number two and kind of my lesson from the mountain here was don't look back except to appreciate how far you've come. So you have to have the right mindset when you look back in the past because looking back on our decisions and the things that we've been through in our life with our updated knowledge is what caused a lot of pain and discontent, you know, but you're looking back at your life with updated version Mm -hmm. of you. Totally different lenses. And so you've got to have the right mindset. Here's a couple of common mistakes when people look back on the past. 
looking back and seeing that you haven't made it that far. Okay. Right. Looking back and seeing that you haven't made it that far. This is one of the things I started to do when mm-hmm. I look back, like we got to, it's a how many <laughs> hours, right? And by doing that, you start to lose confidence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's one yes. of the common mistakes. Another common mistake is looking back and thinking that you've gone far enough, being content. And even though you have so much more in you, right? And this is one that a lot of people fall into. Exactly. Okay. So those are some of the common mistakes. And again, it's all about perspective. Looking back can be extremely valuable if you have the right mindset. Mm -hmm. So here's a couple of things to switch in your mind, because I do want you to go back and analyze so that you understand how amazing you are. Number one is when you look back and see what you've made progress on, any progress is good progress. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any progress is good progress. What's said is that progress equals power. It's a very powerful statement. Progress equals power. So when you look back and see that you've made any progress, understand that it's good. Right. Okay. And this is something that a lot of us don't do. We We don't don't. acknowledge the fact that we've gotten better, even just a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, even just a quarter of an inch off your waist. Right. That's something. Acknowledge right. that because it literally starts to wire up your brain differently so that you can continue the actions that made it happen. Right. But here's like, this doesn't work. This is taking too long. Mm-hmm. You're going to start to self-sabotage. We do. And we commonly get into this place of rejection, a poor self-concept, and then sabotaging any efforts. You know, we can't even take compliments for yeah. that matter. Yeah. You know, there's progress there. You've been acknowledged in something that you made either a conscious effort in or have made some progress in that way. Yes. You're not like, no, no, I've got so far to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woe is me. Right. Woe is me. Whoa, that used stop. to be on Bugs Bunny. What's up with the cartoons in my I'm head saying, today? I'm saying, right? <laughs> Bear Mountain. It's Bear Mountain. It's powerful. You discovered your inner self. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So another perspective on how to look back at your past in a more affirmative way is when you look back to appreciate what you've done, okay? Mm -hmm. Actually to appreciate what you've been through because what it really is about is gaining the lessons from your experiences, right? I mentioned this earlier that a lot of things that come up in our lives, our minds are extremely powerful. We're gonna talk a little bit more about what's really going on as far as the science with our thinking. So, but I'm just gonna preview it by saying that our thoughts and our minds are extremely powerful And whenever we're focused on anything, you know, the parts of our brain, the reticular cortex Mm -hmm. and the reticular activating system, just for example, these parts of the brain are sort of like heat seeking missiles, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever you're focused on, they become targets in your brain, your unconscious mind, because only a small percentage of your capacity, you know, less than 1%, Mm -hmm. according to some research is conscious thinking. The rest of it is unconscious. So unconsciously, you're scanning for this data to find that thing that you're focused on. Mm -hmm. This is why clarity is so powerful. You know, when you're crystal clear on where you want to go, you want to get something done, you usually get that stuff done rather quickly. But the thing is, we usually reserve that capacity within us for when there's a problem. Mm -hmm. If there's an emergency we need to take care of, we find a way. We always find a way. When your back's against the wall, you'll find a way. But we have to draw that out strategically on normal circumstances. Mm -hmm. And some people do that a little bit easier, but we can all develop the muscle. We can develop that emotional mental fitness. Right. 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 But it's just being aware of this. Yeah, which will also kind of tear down some of that anxiety and uncertainty that we experience because a focused mind has no room for anxiety. Right. You know. Exactly. So just for example, say, you know, I have this vision that I want to be a world-class speaker who speaks in, in front of audiences of hundreds or thousands of people 
every week or every month, for example. Just say that that's your vision and your goal. Mm-hmm. So your brain is going to start to look for ways to make that possible. Mm-hmm. But part of making that possible is you being the type of person who can do that. Right. Is you being the type of person that can handle that, I'll call it pressure, you know, and maybe it's a little bit of a negative word there, but that responsibility of being in front of all these people and needing to give them value Mm -hmm. that makes them feel worth it of having shared their time with you, an hour of their time, for example, right? right? So you have to become that kind of person. So life is going to strategically present you with challenges to develop that character, you know, to develop the talents, the gifts, the capacities that are probably dormant in you right now. You know, stuff, you've already got it in you. It's there. But the conditions have to be there to bring them forth, mm-hmm. you know? You know, it made me, <laughs> when you said your brain uh, automatically or the universe will respond to get you into the place to go there, I thought of how cats can go through these small openings, oh like God. a fence or something. Cats? Like, there's no way that cat is getting through that space. Yogi Bear, I'm just saying. Bugs Bunny, and cats. But they can. And if they can get through, you know, they got their yeah. little whiskers, but if they can get their nose through, they're there. And you're thinking, how did they do that? So the message is to be more like a cat. That's right. Be cat-like cat-like. in your approach. Yes. Wiggle right. through. <laughs> be a cat right. ninja. <laughs> Farm cats. Herd cats. There you go. That's a hard job I right there. I've never heard anybody that thought they needed to do that. Why? <laughs> so what I we want to meet that person. What we want to take away from Tip number two here is don't look back, except appreciate how far you've come. Mm -hmm. It's really about now that you've made it to this point, it's elevation, being able to zoom out and look at the bigger picture. It's all about perspective. Use it as a teaching tool for that matter. Yes. And the tip for today and the takeaway with this one is take a moment and reflect on your life for the sole purpose of seeing how much you've grown. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do that today. That is my call to you. That is my little homework for you is to simply take a moment and reflect on your life for the sole purpose of seeing how much you've grown. Mm. And I guarantee you, you're going to be super impressed with yourself. Right. Right. So that leads us to tip number three here in our lessons from the mountain and really about developing that mental and emotional fitness. Tip number three is to understand that others have come before you. They've left a path already. Follow it. Right. Okay. Others have come before you, left a path, follow it. Mm-hmm. There was a trail there laid before us. It was a small trail in many parts of that journey. And there's some parts where real talk, you know, you could die. Like the edge is right there, mm-hmm. you know, but somebody or many people over the years have taken the time to actually leave a little mark. Right. There was a little white mark. And whenever we'd be like, so which way do we go? Mm-hmm. You know, somebody left a little mark for us to continue to follow. Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> no. Oh, that's so crazy. We actually did bring that up on the hike. We were like, See? I do feel kind of like Hansel and Gretel leaving mm-hmm. a little trail. See? I'm oh, my so goodness. there. That's creepy, though. By you sharing about your mountain, I really feel like I've, you know, climbed something. <laughs> <laughs> you More are than a else. flight of stairs. You are something else. Yeah. So, now, again, I can't stress this enough. You know, others have come before you, left the path, follow it. I can't stress enough that we need to stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. If you want to be successful, there are people who've already done what you want to do. A great part of it, you know, so what we want to do is understand others have found a way to the goal that you already want. Follow it. Get the experience under your belt. Then you can build on it. Then you can forge your own trail if you like. Right. You know, there's some popular memes out there about, you know, following your own path, blaze your own trail. 
You don't want to do that at first because you will seriously get lost and no one will find you. <laughs> and get you know? all scraped up. It's really a waste of a human experience. Right. It's a mm-hmm. waste of human experience. Many years, you can drill decades into days by reading certain books, That's by right. learning from certain teachers, right? It's not that you don't got to catch the lesson or learn or develop a skill. You absolutely must do that. But it doesn't have to take decades. It doesn't have to take your entire lifetime exactly. to figure it out. Exactly. So here's a couple of tips. And by the way, I just want to understand that there's not much new under the sun. You know, a lot of the health information out there, you know, there's so much. There's a lot of contradicting information as well, but we're swimming in it. Mm -hmm. What people really come to is somebody who can help to make it all make sense. And also the way that it's delivered. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are just going to resonate with me versus, you know, somebody else who might be saying something similar or the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. It's just understanding that. All the information is out there and available. It's not much new under the sun. It's just you learning it from great teachers and then being able to package it up mm-hmm. in your own unique way. Exactly. Does that make sense? It does. Uniquely positive. It's a good. That's the rare gym way. It is a good. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. So within this, within number three, which is others have come before you left the path. Now follow it. Here's a couple of tips. In health, for example, mm-hmm. follow the people who've been there before. Follow the people who've been there before. Very simple. Follow the people who are the example of what they're talking about. Okay, very simple. And this can parallel with anything. We'll just switch this to business or in your career. Mm -hmm. Follow the people who've been there before. Right. Right. Follow the people who are the example of what they're talking about. Follow their principles and their tactics. And their model. Yes. I like how you threw it in there. (laughs) Also utilize their formula. Yeah. Because some of the most amazing teachers, and this is what we're going to talk about in some upcoming episodes. I'm super excited to share this stuff. But after my experience in my trip to Arizona, I then went to L.A. Mm -hmm. and hung out with my amazing friend, Jim Quick, who we've had on the show. Mm -hmm. Just one of the best people, smartest guys I've ever met. And he had this phenomenal collection of minds. Like this was a phenomenal mastermind. It was people like, you know, myself, Lewis Howes was in the house. Lewis House was in the house. House in the house. Lewis House was in the house. Jessica Ordner, who mm-hmm. a lot of people out there would know her from the Emotional Freedom Technique, the EFT, the Tapping Solution. Idea. Yes, I'm just on and on. I'm not going to give away the whole kin kabuto of who was in the house, but House was, was in, in the, the house. house. <laughs> <laughs> but we were all so willing to share and to give, and freely, openly sharing our formulas for success and whatever endeavor it might be that's ideal you know it's so powerful extremely the culmination powerful. of that creates a whole nother powerful energy yeah. when it comes together it creates a whole nother entity yeah even the phenomenal gary vaynerchuk dropped in for a spell just to give and share some of his strategies you know amazing best-selling books crush it the thank you economy mm-hmm. jab 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 right hook just about giving more value and how the market has really shifted to giving Mm -hmm. you know to focus on service first and then you can ask for something in return you know and just one of those people kind of pioneering that idea but also he's a huge pioneer of wines wine library wine library tv millions and millions of dollars generated from him really just giving and sharing Mm -hmm. every bit of himself about wine about something that a lot of people are into which i saw while i was there (laughs) you know but the thing was to to see how giving how Mm -hmm. open nothing held back 
And we want to aspire to be more like that. Yeah, we do. Because a lot of us, especially as we're growing, we're like, I don't want anybody to steal my idea. Mm -hmm. I don't want nobody to steal my stuff. It's the internet. (laughs) There's nothing you cannot hide anymore. You know, the world has changed. Mm -hmm. It's about transparency, you know, and just finding a way to give value. What people want, they want you. It's not the idea, it's you. It is. You know, and nobody can replicate you. I love that. He does what I feel like you do. And I think this is why things are resonating so well is because there's an abundance. There's an abundance so that I can give and I can't outgive of what I would receive from that very action. There's so much, you know, many times people comment, well, Sean, you say things and you tell us all this stuff. Yeah, I do. And look how even more it just comes right on back. There's an abundance. There's enough to give. Yes. We want to strive to have that kind of like abundance mindset, that Mm -hmm. infinite supply mindset, because that's how the universe is really wired up. Yeah. You know, there is no limit. Mm -hmm. Whenever we think we're running out of something, we find another way. We find something else. We find a new and better option. Mm -hmm. You know, so we want to be from that place. That's with the utilizing scenario, not with the waste scenario. See, it has to be something that's life-giving and generating. That's what I meant by a new and better way. Oh, I know you but did. oftentimes, okay, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. you know, in our world, yeah. we have waste yeah. and usury as opposed to, you, right. you know, you use right. things you throw away, yeah. you utilize things you care about. Yeah. And so with waste, you thought, well, maybe there'll always be something. No, it doesn't happen like that. Yeah. It has to recirculate. Well, we and want that's to, what the universe gives us. Absolutely. What we want to promote is that conscious capitalism. You know, and just really understanding that there's a way to make a dollar and make a difference. Mm -hmm. Right. And those things don't have to exist in parallel universes. They can actually intersect. They can. You know, and it starts with us. It starts with these new ideas. It starts with, you know, growing and raising children who are living by this principle of taking care of this planet and also taking care of our own lives. Mm -hmm. You know, because truly the planet is responsible for us being here. Everything that we are, as I'm looking at you right now, came from this planet. Mm -hmm. Every single morsel right. you know a physical presence that i can see came from something from this planet how powerful is that that word morsel was powerful <laughs> i really dig morsel uh, it makes me think of the keeble <laughs> elf a little well, bit maybe so that little guy he can make some cookies <laughs> all right so let's move on they oh actually there's like one his there's... mama was probably back there making it <laughs> right. he's the front man right, for this right heinous cookie yeah, operation yeah. i gotta check out his day in the life episode <laughs> okay <laughs> so there was another tip here that i want to have everybody be able to walk away with number three which is others have come before you left a path follow it and it's to share an idea that i really believe in which is i generally recommend for people to follow one leader faithfully until you have accessed what it is that you were there to learn from them in the first place mm-hmm. completely, mm-hmm. you know, because today we have access to so many different people, so many teachers. Oh so I recommend to follow one person's teachings and master that stuff mm-hmm. before you start jumping around from mm-hmm. person to person. Because again, it's about laying down that myelin mm-hmm. and even being taught a certain way helps to make the process stronger. That makes sense. We're talking about that deep practice, even that deep practice of listening. It's going to be the same if it's coming from the same source. That makes sense. Right? So Mm -hmm. that's just a little thing I want to throw out there. And it's something I've done experientially myself. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe I'm studying a certain person's work for maybe like an entire year, maybe longer, just to really master it and understand the ins and outs of it. Yeah. You know, before I move on and kind of expand my my thinking. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate that. So now let's go ahead and move on to tip number four on our lessons from the mountain and really understanding how to develop more mental and emotional fitness. Number four is focusing on the team dynamic. 
okay, the team dynamic, pushing each other. And this is something that naturally happens. So in this particular situation, when we're talking about this hike, Mm -hmm. there were five of us, you know, and in my mind, I was like, we're the fast five, (laughs) right? (laughs) And so it was myself, a young woman named Brenda, who's Mm -hmm. the head of nutrition research now at Onnit, a gentleman named Jared, who's also on the Onnit team, just a brilliant guy. And he's actually, I believe he's just started his medical school now. And of course, Aubrey, his good friend, and Aubrey's lady, Whitney Miller, who in her own right is phenomenal. I mean, she's actually Miss USA Mm -hmm. 2012. How about that? And now she's like a little bit borderline crazy into (laughs) jujitsu, competing, like getting in it, you know, like it's really this phenomenal transition. I love it. You know, and by the way, so while we're there in Arizona, we're just all kind of sitting around talking and then out comes her, again, borderline crazy obsession with being a storm chaser. Like she really wants to do that. Apparently there's an apparatus you can get into and like go inside the tornado. She's like, if I have the opportunity, I'm on it. I'm in. She's going. Right. And I'm just like, you look, you look crazy. Yeah. But she, she's just very interested, intrigued by the whole thing, you know? So that was one. Need, we're going to need another shroom tech for her. <laughs> that was that was one of her kind of so cool. really interesting passions. The other one was sharks, right? Hey. She just like super, and she's like, I can't wait to swim with great whites. She's like, but not with the cage though. Oh, I really? know that there's people and there's ways that you can swim without it. Like, these are the ones who eat people, yeah. you know, specifically. Uh, like, yeah. you know, you On look, the menu. Yes. You, <laughs> <laughs> but, the, and so the next day though, I think we were in the car and it just kind of came in my mind about her two obsessions. I'm like, what? That's kind of like, the, there's a movie called Sharknado. <laughs> Do you know about this movie? No. It's like one of those real kind of crappy, uh, quote, B movies, you know, where there's tornadoes that sling out sharks. It's a real movie. They've even got part two, right? I've never did seen it. Did you them. remember it then to tell it? Tell I did, yeah. It? So we were all kind of cracking up, but the star of the movie was a guy, Ian Ziering, uh-huh. who was on 90210, I was right? I just thinking, yeah. He was the blonde guy, Steve. Mm, he was popular. Right? So we're just all laughing or whatever, and just the fact that I know these random facts, but I've never seen the movie, right? right? I get on my plane headed to L.A. Guess who I see on the plane? No way. Ian Ziering. You are kidding. You He's are sitting just a couple stuff for. <laughs> he had this huge, like the biggest smile I've ever seen when I walk by him. And it's just like, this is unreal. <laughs> but this is kind of that, what we already talked <laughs> about earlier, what you're man. focused on mm-hmm. will start to show up. You know, I mean, how random that's was laser, that? No, that's laser sharp. And I texted everybody. And I was like, what does this mean? They're like, Whitney Miller, Sharknado 4. There we go. Now it's real. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, right, just a little she story. She could do jiu-jitsu to right. ward them off. Mm, it's all t- of them together. <laughs> she put that shark in a fin bar. And send him back to the ocean right? and of swim him bar. out to sea. Boom. She's dynamite. Whitney. And she's, by the way, she's got a, a podcast coming out, which is going to be cool. super phenomenal. Just talking about a lot of this cool stuff, the jujitsu and just the nutrition stuff, the mindset stuff. And yeah, so I'll put a little link to find out a little bit more about her in the show notes. So Just you awesome fast people. and furious, amazing so ones. The fast five, right? So the team dynamic. Now there's this strange and impressive power of the group mind. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a psychological term, the group mind. Research out of Princeton University found that the human brain, quote, syncs up with other people's brains during conversation. In this particular study, someone told a 15 minute story while an MRI scanner recorded changes in activity levels in various regions of the brain. The researchers then played the recording to 11 volunteers while their brains were monitored under the MRI. 
As they listened, researchers reported their brain patterns of activity matched the original storytellers. Okay, it started off different, but then their brain synced up to the message they were listening to. How powerful is that? I love that. There's also research indicating that people's brains sync up when playing music together, playing together, period, praying, and also during meditation. Mm -hmm. Okay, our brains sync up. Mm -hmm. And it's really what it boils down to. It's a little bit of an evolutionary advantage that we have. You know, we think about, we were actually um, looking up into the sky. You know, I was hanging out with Aubrey and we saw like, at least 300 birds mm-hmm. and they were creating these amazing patterns. And there this was we when we were in Austin There we go. and they were all synced up as this beautiful music. And you would think that, you know, one of the birds would just run into another one, you know, <laughs> but they have this communication, you know, that's unsaid. Yeah. We think of the same thing with wolves, for example, mm-hmm. you know, but we also have that, but I it's just of kind dolphins. of been pushed down, mm-hmm. right? It's been pushed down and, and ignored mm-hmm. because there's not a lot of science to back this up. Now we have, the technology to be able to see that it's real. That's nice. Another study from the University of Virginia researchers supports the theory that the human brain is wired to connect with others so strongly that it experiences what others experience as if it was happening to us. Okay, so being exposed to positive messages or negative things, you know, this empathy is what we label it. We actually do feel it and our brains actually sync up so that we have an emotional, very emotional response that's very similar to what's going on in that person's brain. Right. Super powerful stuff. I could only imagine that with sensitivity and not desensitivity over the things that we are saturated with, that it's sharper. Exactly. Yes, I Mm -hmm. totally agree. An evolutionary psychologist, Reuben Dunbar, suggests that we have evolved to cognitively connect to a relatively small group of roughly 150 people or less and... Often this is referred to as a Dunbar number. And beyond this number, though, our brains strain to sync with others. And from an evolutionary standpoint, this makes a lot of sense because there's more of us, it's more chance of a survival, and there's more people to kind of do stuff, mm-hmm. right? So super phenomenal, really, really interesting stuff there. And these are just affirming the fact that the group mind is very powerful when you guys are all focused on one task at the same time. I want to touch on really quickly, according to neurocardiologists, 60 to 65% of heart cells are neuron cells, okay? What we would consider brain cells. In our heart cells? Not, these are not muscle cells. These are neuron cells, yes. And this is what we've spoken about multiple times in the show. They research out of HeartMath Institute and really talking about the influence that we have when we're in each other's presence. That The human heart is actually emanating a electromagnetic field that ranges upwards of eight feet from our mm-hmm. bodies. You know, mm-hmm. so if you're in eight foot proximity, to somebody, your energies are interacting with each mm-hmm. other, you know, and again, it sounds a little bit, you know, on the border of being real, but it's very real. This is solid science and this can actually be monitored. They have a magnetoencephalograph, for example, that can actually pick up this information and see this field that's emanating from your body, in particular from your heart. So this really speaks to the fact that we want to be conscious and have standards for the people that we choose to be around to build our lives, mm-hmm. you know, because that group interaction, that syncing up is happening regardless, mm-hmm. whether you want it to or not. It's just something that we're wired up to do. But we can use this to our advantage and to the advantage of the planet, you know, so we mm-hmm. can be of greater service. To be the advantage to others, because if we can sync up with one another, yes, we do that to strengthen and, and, and sync where we're going. But imagine somebody who's offline and what you could do to bring somebody up 
from being offline. Sync them up. Hey, here's a higher vibration that I can do on purpose by sending it from my heart. So there's always opportunity for growth and for contribution. But for ourselves, we want to make sure that we keep ourselves elevated as well. You know, so refuel your tank. Make sure you're around people who elevate you too. You know, people who hold you accountable and hold you to a higher standard. And even scripturally, it said that truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it shall be done for them. You know, so our ancestors thousands of years ago had language to understand that when two or more people come together, there is a new entity created and anything is possible. You know, it's not just your little life and trying to do something, you know, because if you're going to do anything of significance on this planet, it's going to be with and through the mm-hmm. assistance of other people, mm-hmm. you know, and giving your gift. It's not about having the gift just for yourself. It's about serving other people as well. So I have to take us below the surface there, too, because we can come together or we can intimately connect with another person. We can connect on a deeper level, which is where that fullness of our energies becomes a new entity. Yes. You know, because there's a little bit of, hey, we had a good connection. We had a good vibe. But if we're doing something powerful, we are really, you know, merging our ideas and our potential in a way that's going to be a force. You know what helps to create that rapport? What? Especially quickly is, funny enough, it's vulnerability. That's right. Vulnerability is showing how human you are, Mm -hmm. you know, showing that you have weak spots, that you hurt that you are concerned about something, mm-hmm. that you have fears, yeah. you know, and not just being this superhuman entity, mm-hmm. you know, that all of us try to put on a facade, but we all have these different challenges in our lives, you know, so sharing those things really help to create that rapport so much faster. Yeah. And it just speaks to the fact of the reality that we're living in right now, where we're all so individualized, mm-hmm. you know, but we're disconnected from the reality, but it's still happening because you can't not make it happen, right. that we're all connected. Yeah. You know, and that helps to make that connection. So even shout out to my introverts out there because <laughs> I'm definitely a situational extrovert. That's right. We're you coming know, to tear down the walls, we, baby. <laughs> we still need to connect with other people yeah. in a meaningful, deep way. Mm-hmm. And in so, a meaningful, deep way. And here's the term I want to share with everybody really quickly. Just throw this in here. There's a term in psychology known as cognitive dissonance. And it's the idea that we find it hard to hold two contradictory beliefs in our subconscious at one time. And we will unconsciously make it so that we adjust one to fit with the other. Oh, yeah. So when you have these conflicts within a group where you're kind of the outsider and everybody's going one way, it can be very difficult to kind of sustain that. Mm -hmm. So, but if you look at it from the positive perspective, if all of you guys are working together to complete a task, it's going to be more difficult for you to have negative, this is not going to happen, struggles off on your own. You're going to sync up with the group mind. You know, because your brain is wired up to do that. So again, make sure that you're surrounding yourself with empowering people who are going to help to bring the best out of you. Yeah. All right. So here's a couple of tips. Very specific. Take action to come together with a group of like-minded individuals at least once a month, preferably more, to help push each other towards your goals. And this is often referred to as a mastermind. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this could be anything. This could be with your fitness. Okay. So If you're doing this, you're leveraging the power of the human mind and developing that mental and emotional fitness because you're really just in alignment with how you're designed, Mm -hmm. okay? Number two, and the final tip here, is understand this key. The key is to ensure that the people you choose elevate you. 
Okay. So this again, I've already spoken to this many times, but I want to be very clear on this. Make sure that you choose people that elevate you. Just because you and your friend want to get in shape does not mean that they're going to show up. You know, maybe the first week is awesome. You guys are crushing it. You're hitting the gym six o'clock in the morning. But then week two, you know, they text you like, you know what? Uh, Why don't we go get breakfast first? Let's head to IHOP. And then he was like, okay, I didn't feel it anyway. You know, so make sure that you choose people who elevate you. And this is just a funny example, but this is in business, in your relationships, in, in your career, in finances, in your health, Mm -hmm. you know, even in your spiritual practice, you know, make sure that you choose people who elevate you. Nice. Okay. And you do have a choice. Yeah. This is the power. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. always have a choice. You can choose to remove toxic people from your life and toxic things from your life as well. Yes. Yes. And you can love them from over here. (laughs) You know, it's like you come, I'm at this party, Uh right? Uh And you might not be invited to this party. You're at another party, but I love you anyways. I'll send love note over to you. I love you from over here. I'll check your Facebook update to see how your party was. (laughs) (laughs) So today's episode was really important for me to share because I had the opportunity to kind of, again, it wasn't like climbing Mount Everest, Mm -hmm. but I got to hear that voice that I really am not familiar with that was telling me it's good enough. Mm -hmm. You can stop here. Everybody else is already wanting to stop too. Nobody would make a big deal out of it, but that's not what I signed up for. That's not the life that I choose for myself. I choose to keep moving forward, to go ahead and to even be able to blaze a trail for other people, Mm -hmm. you know, and I really implore everybody to do the same thing. And thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Got so many more amazing guests coming up and new topics to talk about and share with you. And I truly appreciate you. All right. So take care. Have an amazing day. And I'll talk with you soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to TheSeanStevensonModel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you've got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments. So please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. Promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening.